Hi, everyone. My name is Fatima Fakuri, and I'm a dietitian boss. I'm guest hosting this episode and sharing my experience with the program. I started my career in clinical, but only lasted six months before deciding that it wasn't right for me. I worked part-time jobs here and there for a couple of years before finding the Dietitian Boss program. I joined in April 2020 and went from zero to $7,900 in 30 days. Now I'm on my way to making multiple six figures in my virtual private practice, and I want to encourage others listening that you can do it too. Hello, Dietitian Bosses. I'm a registered dietitian in private practice. My business is Paralysis Nutrition. I run group coaching programs, and I also offer products now for people living with paralysis. So today I want to share a personal story about how I went from being fired at a major publishing company to then successfully publishing my own book. So let's go back a little bit in time. When I graduated college, I was an English major and I was totally convinced that being in book publishing was my passion. I absolutely worked so, so hard in college with internships to land what I thought was a dream job as a children's book editor, assistant, of course, in the beginning at a major book publishing company in New York City. So I was 22. I was working what I thought was my dream job, and I really enjoyed it for about a year maybe two years. And then I started to feel burnt out, overworked, and the corporate culture just really wasn't what I thought it would be. There were fun aspects to it. I definitely liked living in the city. I definitely liked my coworkers, but the job was more administrative than I had imagined. So it was less creative and more businessy but it wasn't my own business. (laughs) So my feelings about my job changed after the first couple of years. So fast forward, I was promoted a few times. And when I was about five and a half years into that job, I got fired. I got laid off. But let's just say, I was no longer working at this company that I had given everything to for five and a half years. And it was probably the most difficult period of my life at that time. You know, I think that a lot of us have this idea of what our job is going to be, what our career is going to be, or even what our life is going to be. And sometimes it doesn't end up working out. So when I was let go from my job, I definitely didn't know what to do. I didn't know if I wanted to stay in publishing or if I wanted to maybe go back to graduate school. I had no idea what I was doing. And at that time, I was 27, 28 years old. And so I went on a couple of interviews in publishing for jobs that were very similar to the one that I was recently let go from. And I quickly realized that all those jobs were the same. I was going to be working 60 hours a week. I was going to be making 50 something thousand dollars. And I wasn't going to be fulfilled in terms of, you know, job satisfaction. So I think it was about not a year, maybe eight or nine months 
between the time I was let go from my job to the time that I enrolled in school to become a registered dietitian. So we all know that process, right? You go to school, you do your internship, you take your exam, all of that. So I also got my master's degree in that time. And I took some time to work in a hospital. It was not for me. It was about a six month stint. And then I took some time off because I wanted to start a family. So I had gotten married while I was in graduate school. So even though I had this new career and I was a dietitian and I had left that publishing world behind, I still really love books. <laughs> and I still in the back of my mind was thinking, I'm going to do a book one day. And I didn't really know what that book was going to be or what it was going to look like. But I just in the back of my mind, always wanted to do a book. And so about a year ago, I started my own private practice. And a few months after that, I started doing virtual group programs. And so I founded Paralysis Nutrition, which is my business. And I started to do group coaching. And due to COVID and the fact that I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old, I was thinking about the holidays and how my kids might not be in school and, you know, due to COVID and then they'll be on vacation. And I kind of, I would like to be as much, you know, of a mommy <laughs> as I possibly can. And I realized that for me to do discovery calls and group coaching throughout the holiday season would probably not be a good fit for my lifestyle mostly because of the kids. <laughs> so I decided that I was going to create a product. I didn't know exactly what, but a lot of my clients, a lot of people who follow me on social media had asked me, hey, you should do a cookbook. And I thought, yeah, one day. <laughs> and it really wasn't until about October that I realized with COVID, I really wasn't going to be able to do discovery calls and run group coaching with my kids potentially home. So I called up one of my old colleagues that I used to work in publishing with, and he is a graphic designer and he has a lot of experience in book design. And I said, you know, I'd like to do a cookbook. How can we do this? And he said, well, you could self publish it. And I'll be totally honest with you. I never thought of self publishing as something that I would do. I always wanted to get a book deal and have a publisher, like a big name behind it. But I really needed something for Q4 for the end of the year that wasn't coaching. So I needed to come up with something. And I thought, I'm just going to do the cookbook. I have a designer. He knows about production. Let's just try it. And so my first idea was to just do an ebook because an ebook is pretty much just a PDF. So if I had my recipes and I had photos, I could do an ebook. But then I thought maybe I could do an actual book. So I looked into a few different vendors. I decided to go with Barnes and Noble Press and I got started. I made a list of recipes. I ended up going with 101 recipes and I split them by meal. So breakfast, lunch, dinner. And I want you guys to know that I have never worked on a cookbook before. When I worked in publishing, 
I was a children's book editor. I did not do cookbooks. I love cookbooks. I own a bunch of them. So I started by going through the ones that I have and just kind of getting inspired. I also took a few trips to the bookstore, looked at what's out there, and there really is nothing out there for people living with paralysis, which is my niche in my business. And so I made this list of recipes and then I purchased a software. It's a meal planning software. And I started to put my recipes, the ingredients and the directions into this meal plan software. I actually happened to have some interns, dietetic interns working with me virtually that semester. So I put them to work as well. And so they helped me and put all my recipes. I will say this, not every single recipe required testing because they're recipes that I've made before. And so I tested the new ones. I just kind of took it as it came. The designer would ask me for things and I would say, okay, here, I guess I'll get to it now or whatever. (laughs) A lot of things like table of contents, you know, I just didn't think of. And he would ask me for them. And the reason that I'm sharing this is because I, I do have experience in publishing and it helped me, but it still wasn't, you know, there was no perfect blueprint on how to do this book. So After I had all my recipes and everything analyzed, I started to tweak them, make sure that they fit the nutritional kind of profile for my niche. And then I started to freak out about photos because let's be honest, I am not a professional photographer. And due to time constraints and money restraints, there was no way that I was going to be able to photograph 101 recipes. So I kind of just, I freaked out for a little while. And then my designer and I found a stock image agency and we started to search for photos as close as possible to my recipes. Now, in retrospect, I think I should have done some photo research before because last minute I had to swap out a bunch of recipes and change ingredients to match photos Was it a perfect process? No, but I know better for next time. And so next time I will start looking for photos a little sooner, but basically I just put it together. You know, I I just thought about what kind of recipes my audience would want. And then I shared on social media, the progress, and I drummed up some interest for the book and I would get messages saying, wow, that's so awesome. I can't wait to buy it. And it really kept me going. So the ebook was a lot easier than the paperback book due to COVID. There's a lot of issues with shipping and, and supplies and all kinds of staffing issues. So the paperback was definitely a bumpy road, but we got there. The book was printed and shipped. And recently people have been sending me photos of the book arriving in their homes, which is super exciting. And a lot of things happened that are, are not really quite interesting, but let's just say there were a lot of bumps in the road to getting this done. Last minute things that I didn't realize about files and compatibility and, and all these different things. But even though it wasn't a perfect, easy, smooth process, it got done. And it's funny because Libby always says done is better than perfect. 
you guys, I have a few errors <laughs> in the book and I will correct them eventually, but I went over it a million times, but I'm not a professional copy editor and I missed a couple of things. So hopefully no one notices, but you know, I did my best and I just put it out there. I spoke about it on social media. I did do a Black Friday pre-sale in my coaching group with Libby. There's a module that Carla from Vegan Kids Nutrition did for us. And she talks about her ebook. So I took a lot of inspiration and information from that module, plus my own experience from working in publishing in terms of the process of putting a book together. And it's done. It's not perfect, but people love it because it serves a purpose. And I also ended up adding, based on some feedback that I had gotten, an intro chapter with my top 10 tips. So between the top 10 tips for eating well with paralysis and the 101 recipes, that's the cookbook. I ended up doing a bonus meal plan to come with the ebook since the paperback ended up going out of stock just to kind of, I guess, incentivize people to buy the ebook because the paperback was much more um, of a popular choice. So my cookbook journey is, it, it feels like it went fast because it went from idea to reality in less than six months. I would say it took about four months of actual work to get it done. 101 recipes is a big undertaking and creating a physical book is a whole other thing. <laughs> you know, when it comes to digital product, it's so much easier. And I would highly recommend if anyone is interested in doing any type of book that they, they go with the ebook first. But I'm happy that I chose to do the paperback because people are really happy with it. And I'm happy with it. I'm sitting and looking at in my office, I have like 20 copies of it that I bought, which I'm going to send out for marketing purposes and try to sort of expand my reach with, with people on social media. So sending those out to some foundations and influencers within my niche is, is on my agenda. And the reason I wanted to share this story was that you really never know what's going to happen with your career. A lot of us start out, I know in my graduate program for nutrition, a lot of the, the people in my program, this was their second career. And whether they had spent six months, a year, or like me, almost six years in that career, at the time, they thought that was it. Like, oh, I'm going to be in this field. This is my job. And then it didn't work out. And when I tell you that I was a mess. I was a mess when they, when they let me go, I can still hear the screech of the packing tape <laughs> as I was, you know, packing up my stuff, my boxes to get move out of my little cubicle. And at that time, it just felt like all is lost. It felt like I was getting kicked out of the whole industry, you know, and it hurt, right? It hurts to, to, kind of fail at something, even though I didn't do anything wrong, right? I, I was laid off because a lot of people were laid off at that time. But I, you know, I wasn't a superstar at that time, right? I wasn't doing well. I was not, my head was not in it. I, my heart was not in it. And so in the end, I'm so glad that I was let go from that job. And in my cookbook, I have acknowledgements in the front, 
So I dedicated the book to my husband, of course, but the, in the acknowledgements, I did write that I was so glad that I had been fired from that publishing job because without that experience, I never would have went back to school to become a dietitian. I would still be sitting in a cubicle probably, you know, hating my job, but feeling like I was too invested to leave. And so I just thought this story might inspire some of you who just have an experience where it feels like all is lost and you don't see it at the time, but eventually things will hopefully come full circle. And they definitely did for me because of that experience. I know how to put together a book, even though, you know, the little production things here and there, I wasn't perfect at, I still managed to get it done. And I would never have been able to self publish my own cookbook without that experience of working in the publishing world. So that's my story. I, I hope that if you're listening and you are interested in pursuing something beyond what you're doing right now, whether it's to start your business, whether it's to launch a course or do a book, start a podcast, that's on my list of things to do this year too. I'd love to start a podcast. Done is better than perfect. My cookbook is not perfect. But as of today, I have sold 250 copies and I've made almost $5,000 from just the cookbook. So I was able to take time off in November and December and like half of January, put my coaching on pause and I was able to put something out there to generate revenue, but also just, you know, fill a need. Not everyone can commit and afford my coaching program at this time, or maybe they're just not ready, you know, to do it. So having something like a cookbook, which is a, what do you want to call it? I guess a small, a low ticket item, you know, the ebook is $30 and the paperback is $40. So that's not a big commitment. You know, I think it's great to go beyond your comfort zone And even though publishing used to be my comfort zone, it really became something that I felt really yucky about, (laughs) you know, because I was let go from that job. So things have really come full circle. And I was able to put out my book and create something that people really wanted. And now I'm getting positive feedback. People are saying, I have like grown men DMing me and saying, you know, I've never eaten eggplant before, but yours is really good. <laughs> and it makes me feel happy, not just to expand my business and expand my offering, but to get people to try new things and eat healthier, right? That's, that's why I'm a dietitian. I want people to eat healthier and inspire them to cook more meals at home. So we started in September, I'd say that's when my intern started. So I started my recipes and everything in September And on Black Friday, which was November 20 something, I launched the book and I I did a pre-sale. So I offered a bonus for the pre-sale. So if you bought my book during the pre-sale, you would get the 30 day bonus meal plan. And that created some urgency. People wanted that meal plan, that, that freebie. 
So I sold a lot of copies during the pre-sale and then I just marketed it. I just posted it on my stories. I talked about it. I put images of the cookbook cover on my social media posts and I basically marketed the book for the holiday season and then Christmas Eve, so December 24th, the ebook was released so you could download it onto any any type of device that you want. And then the paperback was supposed to be shipping shortly after the new year, but due to COVID, it was not shipped out until the third week or second week of January, which isn't too bad now that I think about it. You know, a two week delay isn't bad. And, and, and I kept people informed on social media about what was going on. And, and I think that really created some sense of community, you know, like, oh, I'm waiting for mine too. People would, would message me and I'd say, you know, I haven't gotten my copy either. So, so it was fun. It was a little bit scary, but in the end, I'm really happy with how it turned out. And it feels really good to go from fired from my publishing company to successfully self-publishing my very own book. So that's my story about my cookbook. I hope you guys are inspired by my, by my story. I definitely didn't see myself doing my own book so soon, but the opportunity kind of just came up and I took it and I will be relaunching it again this year. And it's just something that I've always wanted to do. So if there is something out there that you would like to experiment with your business, I really encourage you to try it. If you identify as a female dietitian or student, apply to my coaching program. I'm accepting applications now. My clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at LibbyRothschild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away.